0: Welcome to C-Suite Radio. It's time for the Open Mic Podcast with your host, Brett Allen. Broadcasting live from the Bay Area studios here at the Open Mic, no topic is off limits. And of course, you never know who may stop by. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Open Mic Podcast, coming to you live from the Bay Area Studios. Happy Wednesday to you. We have a special guest today. Tanya Banks from Little Women LA. Lil Boss is on the show. I'm excited. We recorded this conversation a couple weeks ago. That's how it works here in the podcasting world. I'm excited for you to hear the conversation. She was a lot of fun. Tanya Banks does so much, not only just her television show, but she also has a fitness line, she has a clothing line, she has a wine line. She sells wine, produces, she's a vintner, and she just does so much, but yet she has the best attitude about life and an amazing work ethic, and I feel like all of us as listeners will benefit from this episode. Thanks for joining in and being a part of the show. I really do appreciate it. Tanya Banks, welcome in. To the Open Mic Podcast. It's good to have you here today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, we are talking to Tanya Banks, Little Boss from Little Women LA. I am so honored to have you. I'm excited to have this conversation. I've been looking forward to this for a very long time. Love the show. It's, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So thank you, Claudia. A little shout out to you for making this happen. And Life is busy for you. Oh my goodness, you are doing so many things. You're involved in so many things. My first question has to be: How do you find time to do it all? Because you're constantly on the go.
1: <laughs> you know, I get the, I get asked that question a lot, and it's interesting because I don't like to be bored. I'm, I like to stay busy. Okay. Um, and a lot of times, it's not enough hours in a day. But you know, I just work on fitting in with all I can accomplish within that, within the 24 hours. And I have a, I have a team too that helps me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would imagine you'd probably have to have several people, uh, helping you to get everything done, but I like the work ethic. That's good. So that's important thing for us to, to recognize is that we have just as many hours in the day as the next person. I guess the question is, is, what do we choose to do with it, right?
1: <laughs> right, exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, somebody said, you know, I don't remember who it was, but Oprah has the same amount of time in the day as you do or as I do. And the question is, is what are we going to do with it, right? Are we going to stay busy or are we going to maximize it or are we going to waste time? Hopefully it's not uh, wasting time, right? So, That's right your show now are you done filming for this season or are you still in the middle of taping kind of what's going on with that because i i just watched a few of the most recent episodes which i love the show like i mentioned earlier it's just some of the best entertainment on television i think how how, are are you still filming are you done filming what's kind of going on we
1: just we literally just finished um i want to say last week
0: okay So after that, now what's next for you? Are you, are you working on more of the wine stuff? Are you doing other things kind of what's going on with you right now when you're not filming the show?
1: Well, I'm doing, um, a couple of, I'm going to be on a couple of magazine covers. Um, so I've been doing, you know, interviews and photo shoots as well as producing. I'm producing. I'm a, I have a partner. Um, her name is Tasha Biltmore. And she's a playwriter, so she had me in her play. So we're, and then I became one of the producers on the play as well. Oh, So wow. we're I'm producing and acting in a play, and we're producing a sitcom that we're um, in the middle of pitching right now.
0: Oh, wow. That's awesome. Now, I don't want to bury the headline here, but you have a huge background in film and television, right? That's kind of how you got started with all this.
1: Yes, yeah, so I've been in the entertainment field since I
0: was 19. And you've been in several movies and television shows and whatnot. So, when they came to you with this idea of being on a quote unquote reality show, which h- how did you decide that this is something that you wanted to do or something that you wanted to be a part of? Was it an easy yes for you, or did it take a little bit of time <laughs> to decide well, that you were going to put your whole world out? On blast for everybody to see
1: <laughs> Well, to be frankly honest with you, Tara and I came up with the show.
0: Okay, okay, very cool.
1: yeah, so we we came up with the idea of the show, and we called um, some of our friends that we've been known for years and working with and you know had built uh, friendship relationships with and so we um, called everybody to that we knew. Um, to come and join us um, while we do the sizzle reel, and uh, every, everybody didn't come, but the five that we, the five of them did, which they ended up being on the show when, when we got signed for the for season one.
0: Okay. Wow. And did, the reason why we cool. wanted to
1: do the show, the reason why we wanted um, Tara and I wanted to do the show, we wanted to uh, educate the world. Um, educate our viewers, educate our fans on um, our lifestyle, and, and answer questions. A lot of questions that we get asked.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: you know, by using this platform to you know answer these questions, educate, um, showcase, let them know you know how we live, you know our point of view. That we um, we have the same issues, same problems. We have other problems, being the fact that we're short. So we have to, a lot of times, use a stool more often than others, than the average. But every now and then, everyone needs a stool, because otherwise they wouldn't create created them
0: <laughs> yeah. as
1: well as ladders. So, um, but as, with that said, we just wanted to educate the world and just showcase how we accomplish things. That, you know, our issues, the problems we come across, educating um, the world on our pregnancies, um, our sex life, relationships, um, working jobs, you know, the, just a lot of the uh, controversies and the myths, to, you know, educate the myths, myths that they have out there on us that's not true.
0: So, yeah. When you started the show or came up with the idea, did you have any idea that it would be as big as it has become? I, I know that might be a hard question to answer, but I, I always find...
1: Well, actually, it's not a hard question, because when we did, when we did the sizzle, when we did our little version, our little, um, like, it was like a five-minute sizzle reel, it was, we were, it was hilarious. I mean... We had um, one of the production, um, I guess, what they call them, the show, um, not runners, but who look for shows. Okay. You don't want to call them headhunters, but. um,
0: I I get what you're saying. I think, I don't know if it's like a production somebody or. I I guess it is a headhunter in a way, but yeah, I I totally. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So she, she, um, she came to came to my house when we were filming it. And she was, um, cause she just wanted to get a glimpse of what we were doing. And she, it was, she was laughing so hard, so long, so much that uh, what she filmed, the camera was shaking the whole time. And so oh, when wow. she took it back to the production company, they were like, okay, we wish you could be still with the camera. <laughs> but, it was funny to me so i knew that you know it was the next big thing
0: oh yeah i mean it's huge and i don't think you can go anywhere in this world without knowing about the show and it's become such a big thing so what we see on tv and 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 all of that it just how do you decide I'm assuming that you and Tara have creative control over the whole thing. So are there times where you go, you know what, I don't want this to be filmed or I don't want that to be oh, filmed.
1: I, actually, we don't. Um, actually, that was one of, um, well, as far as myself, I, I was supposed to be an EP as well. That a controversy with that with the whole um, Little Women LA. Okay. But even with that, she doesn't have control either. Because
0: okay.
1: if she had control, some people wouldn't even be on the show. So <laughs> I with, would have to agree with, with that statement, said, yeah. <laughs> with that said, you know, um, no, we don't have control. Um when we signed when we signed the contract uh, you pretty much signed your life away as yeah. far as having to have a that, that open door policy that, you know, that glass house.
0: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, some of the things that happen and transpire, it's just, you're like, I want to be a part of this world, but it's fun watching. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know that I, I would want cameras going on in my life 24 seven but uh obviously it has turned out well for you and has been an amazing launching pad as a as an entrepreneur and yeah. a businesswoman and a mogul i would say even really because you've just created so many different things so i want to talk about the entrepreneur side of you and just kind of dig into that a little bit tanya because i i like to ask all my guests and all my entrepreneurs these types of questions do you think that being an entrepreneur is something that anybody can do, or do you think it's a special gift that certain people have that is just built into their DNA?
1: Well, to be frankly honest with you, it, it just depends on their determination mm-hmm. and your drive and your focus and your passion. Okay. Because um, um, my first, my first um, thing was the active wear line. Yeah. And I, right. you know, I have a passion for it because I, I'm really into working out. And I came across the issue with not finding, you know, workout clothes for myself okay. that was age appropriate or didn't look like little kids' clothes. And so that's when I um, talked to my uh, partner of mine. He, we came up with this activewear line that will fit not only little people, but advertised people as well. Okay. Um, and I started that because it was like a problem. It was an issue that I was finding a solution for. And it just, it it just evolved from there. And then the wine um, was the same thing. I got into wine and uh, it was a lot of sweet ones and dry ones and, I wanted one that kind of met in the middle, where it would complement everyone's palate, and it and I can push to put in restaurants that I attend that I patronize at, and they can have you know I can order the wine of my choice.
0: Wow, and it's huge. Both of them are gigantic, and everybody knows about them. I want to try some of it. <laughs> I, I want to order some because, like I said, I, I sell wine for a living, so. I find that part oh, okay. especially interesting. Yeah, of course. It's just yes. a lot of fun and kind of finding that niche where it appeals to a broad audience. Now, what are some of the common mistakes that you see entrepreneurs making that if you have the ability to kind of jump in and help, like what are some of the mistakes that you see young entrepreneurs making?
1: Well, um, I really don't know what other mistakes other people are doing but i can talk about the mistakes that i did
0: yeah absolutely please Um, if you're if you're cool with that i'd like to kind of hear your learning process and and how you sort mm -hmm. of worked all of it out
1: well one um with the active wear line um you i i i tell people make sure you do your research um I kind of just like jumped in it with both feet, <laughs> and not really knowing all the odds and ends, and the, and then the legal part, logistics of it, like you know, registering, getting your company name, your trademark. And when I did my trademark, um, uh, Hugo Boss tried to petition against my my trademark.
0: Oh wow! And so
1: I had to. Have a you know hire a trademark lawyer to you know um, petition against it and you know and it it, it kind of it kind of uh, I was very disappointed and it it just kind of uh, attacked me in a in a weird way because I'm like you guys are a big company it's just little old me starting my own little activewear and you know, just the word because I'm using the word boss, they feel they feel like they can claim and own that word boss, which they can't. No, and so um so I ended up, you know, the trademark ended up getting patent and so everything went through. But that was kind of stressing it kinda of stressed me out because I had already started selling clothes and stuff with that name. And if I would have had to change it that would have been an issue so my one my one advice is trademark your name before you before you come up with the product and sell the product
0: (laughs) yeah i would say Um, so
1: and then just you know with with the clothes you know you have to know your fabrics your textiles um the manufacturer's you know, the the way if they're on time and if they give you what you want and not kind of, you know, take advantage of of you, which that I came across that. You know, they was like, oh, we'll do this, we'll do that. You won't have any problems. And then, you know, when it came to, once I gave them my money and the fabrics and everything, they didn't deliver.
0: Uh
1: And, I'm a person like I tell people all the time. I don't like to pay and beg too. You know, I
0: don't yeah, yeah. want to
1: pay you to do the work and then beg you to do it.
0: Sure, sure. No, that makes perfect sense.
1: And so you have to make sure that it's your passion that you really want to do that because you're going to come, you're going, you're going to come across some stumbling blocks. You're going to come across some issues, and you have to, you know, just stay focused and, you know, go through, go through it. Right through it, if that's what you really want.
0: Yeah, and I think you can't be afraid of hard work either, right? You have to be you know, willing it's, it's to put the time in. it's definitely hard
1: work. In. It's definitely hard work. It's hard work financially, psychologically, uh, mentally, physically. I mean, because I, you know, I put the, I was a hands-on from from beginning to end.
0: Are there any other areas? Yeah, are there any other areas that you want to get into? I know you've done clothing and you've done wine. If if the, you can talk about that, you would like to expand your brand into as well.
1: Yeah, I do have a couple of things, a couple of irons in the fire, but I'm not gonna talk about them till they're like completely finished.
0: Sure, I, I <laughs> but, understand. I understand. Um, <laughs>
1: Cause you know I don't want people to you know if they don't follow through then people are like you said you don't do this. <laughs> I do heard this. you on you his know.
0: podcast and then yeah.
1: you know, and then
0: uh, Claudia is emailing me. Why did you get her to talk about that? No, no, I know it's all good. Um, <laughs> that's funny. I I understand that. I always like to ask a little bit to see. Maybe you should consider writing a book. I think that would be entertaining for us to sort of. Chronicle your experience and just
1: actually okay. Well, that is one of the situations. Okay, see, things, I knew it. You know, I knew I'm it.
0: Working. That's funny.
1: Yeah.
0: No, yeah. I, I totally understand. Well, so for all the listeners, don't be direct messaging her on Instagram or whatever asking about her <laughs> book. But uh, just having a little fun here and and just sort of seeing. So. You have obviously built a very successful brand. The TV show has helped you, give you, helped give you a platform, so to speak, to do that. Yeah. But what are some best practices for those who who may not have that? Don't platform? have a platform. Yeah, okay. to just building a brand that's sustainable.
1: You know, I mean, it's really hard, but I think if they start like small. And see, see, get get the feedback of their fa- um, friends, family, co-workers. Then they can, you know, enlarge it. it it's hard. The like, and I, and, I, and to be frankly honest with you, I don't. If I didn't have this platform, I don't know if i will be doing all
0: this stuff.
1: <laughs> the activewear line would have, would would without a shot of a doubt, I would have done that regardless. Sure. Um, the so wine, you know since everyone knew me as the wine drinker on the show, I, you know, and I wanted to have, you know, the type of wine I wanted in restaurants that I go to. That's what pushed me to have my own winery.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's amazing. And like I said, I'm going to order some, I want to try it, uh, because I love wine (laughs) and I sell it for a living. So, I think that's all well, you would
1: definitely like this.
0: Oh, I'm sure I'm, I'm excited to try it. To be honest with you, I'm going to go on and order some because um, now that we've had the conversation and have chatted, I definitely want to get into it, you know, cause I think that's an area that a lot of people seem to be breaking into celebrities. So I like to experiment with it and just try it and see what I think, which I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Do you regard.
1: do you like sweet wines or do you like dry wines?
0: I like both. I like both. So having okay. selling it, I, is, I get a chance this to try one's it. In the middle. Oh cool. This one's Very in cool. So yeah, it,
1: think, it's, it's 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 a, Melo, it's a 48% Merlot, it's a forty eight percent Merlot, it's twenty nine percent Syrah, and uh twenty three percent
0: zinfandel. So okay, so it it's like a Bordeaux a, blend kind
1: of. Repeat that again?
0: it's like a Bordeaux blend. It's like a blend of three different ones or a Meritage, I guess you could call it. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. And, and folks for listening, if you're wine drinkers, all of that information will be available in the show notes and we'll be able to get you in contact with her website and just kind of learn about all of that. So I want to, I wanted to ask you, I know you've, we don't have to get into specifics, but you know, you've you've shared openly and publicly about, you know, the struggles of Hollywood and everything that goes on. And, and now we're kind of in a time where things that were necessarily not talked about are being discussed more. What are some thoughts that you have on that? Like now that we're in this generation where it's not as dark and seedy as it, I guess you could say it once used to be. Have you faced any challenges like that with the show or anything like that, or has that not really affected you at all as far as what you do because you're kind of doing your own thing? I guess you could say
1: um it has i I don't feel it it has um, affected me i mean only thing that's different now than from way back when I first got into the business is social media
0: okay and so okay.
1: um before okay so i I've done theater. Mm-hmm. And with theater you get uh like an instant um instant response.
0: Okay. You know, if they like
1: you, the the audience is going to let you know if they don't like you, the audience is going to let you know. Whereas with television, you know, you maybe would read it in the with the critics or whatever, but with social media, you get that instant <laughs> instant, uh, review
0: from, from
1: from all over the world. So, you know, and it just, you just have to have a tough skin to not let it get to you because you have people that are troll your site. You have people that will bully your site. You have people that don't even know you and they don't, they don't, but they think they know you from the show and they, you know, judge you and all that. But Um, like I said, I've been in the business since I was 19. I've grown up to have tough skin. So none of those things bother me.
0: (laughs) That's good. Um,
1: Or affect me, um, or, or change me.
0: Is it hard for you to go out in public and separate yourself from that world to just Tanya everyday, normal human being?
1: Um, I, well, to be frankly honest, I haven't stopped. Um, I still shop and do what I do by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, people keep telling me I need to, I, I need to not travel by myself. But I mean, I just this—you
0: just do this yourself. I am. <laughs> That's it. Um,
1: but I mean, you know, now it—I mean, it, it just takes longer to do things. Like I can't just run to the grocery store and get a, a, cart, a get get a carton of milk and expect to you know run back home. It's, I'm sure everybody stops. You. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, I've always had, and with that said, I've always had someone either even before TV. I mean, just growing up, I've always had someone to stop me or talk or ask me questions or point me out. So that that's not new. It's just elevated.
0: Sure. Sure. Wow. Well, what an exciting life you lead and the television show is amazing. If you're listening and you haven't seen Little Women LA, you absolutely have to because it needs to be on your plate of television and
1: Especially tonight.
0: I know. I'm I I've been kind of catching up on episodes, so I'm I'm really excited to see what happens. <laughs> and yeah, tonight is,
1: our mid, uh, tonight is our mid-season finale.
0: Okay. So we're
1: gonna, they do, they're doing a mid-season finale tonight. And then the, um, next week, they're going to have another show come in in and, and our spot. And then we're going to come back at the end of July. Okay. And, um, air the rest of the episodes.
0: Wow, well, I'm excited to see what happens and to keep up with you on social media and to try your wine and whatever other secret projects that you have okay. uh, well, I
1: do I am going to I'm, I'm going to be in um, Huntsville, Alabama this weekend. Okay, so Sunday I'm doing a meet and greet and um, promoting my active wear line and my wine at this at um it's called Queen Beauty. Um, supplies um, in Huntsville, Alabama. So everybody could look on my social media and they could get the information if they're in the area or close by the area and they want to come and say hi or take pictures or purchase. You know, we're going to hang out, we're going to have a little party, have a DJ and everything. So
0: fun, fun, gonna fun. Be great. So, how can people learn more about you, Tanya, if they want to follow the show or follow you on social media? How can people connect
1: Well, they could go to my website and sub and subscribe to my website and they will get an email or notification of everything that i'm doing or where i'm going to be at um for special events but um also they can get me on i g on instagram at one l i l b o s s seven little one little boss seven and then on um, Twitter, and um, they can k- give me on Cameo. They can um, what? Facebook, Tiny Bank, Twitter, Tiny Bank, uh, Cameo, Tiny Bank, YouTube, Tiny Bank.
0: <laughs> Just so. pretty much Google you, <laughs> and you come up. I now that yeah. has, that brings yeah. me to another question. I am curious about the Cameo thing that has become like one of the biggest things in the entire planet right now. How does that, did they connect, did they contact you or did you contact them? Because I mean, you can't find anybody on there.
1: Right. So what happened was with Tara, she, she found out about it. How, how she found out about it. I don't know. I don't know if her manager told her about it or, but she's like, she's a real vlogger. I mean, she, She is a straight vlogger. So she, she, the younger crowd, they, they learn about everything that's out from Snapchat to whatever it is. And, um, she told me about it. And so she was like, oh, download the app and, and, and sign up for it. And, and you could, you know, you could do cameos, get paid to do cameos. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I did it. And, you know, they were coming. They were coming, you know. I was getting one here, one there, and but th- but since the show has been on air, they have picked up tremendously. Cause I'm <laughs> getting like three, I I I'll get maybe three to four a day. Wow. Oh that's nice. so I was like, whoa, okay.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's cool because it allows fans to connect with you in a way that they might yeah. not normally connect with you. And, and, yeah,
1: because it's a personal shout out. Yeah. With, you know, with the you know, and it I mean it's great.
0: Yeah, and you make money too. It's cool because like for me, obviously being in media and having a podcast and being connected with publicists, I have a unique opportunity to talk to celebrities like yourself and others that I've talked to like you and I might not normally have a conversation unless I ran into you at the store buying milk or something like that right. <laughs> and be like can I get a picture um but uh but cameo is a cool way as well for for fans to connect with celebrities and yeah. just get a little shout out so to speak about a business or a project and uh that sort of thing So that's awesome. One last question. When you go out in public and you talk to people, does it become challenging for you to take photos and and connect with people? Not to say anything negative about your fans, but are are there moments where you wish you could just have that privacy? Or are you just like, this is who I am. This is where I am. Let's just rock it. Well, um,
1: I'm like, let's just rock it. Because like I said, I'm used to it. And I knew what I was signing up for when I wanted to be an entertainer and considered as a celebrity. I mean, I've been on the other side where I wanted to take a picture with someone and, you know, they act a little iffy or tired or it's the wrong day or whatever. So I know what that feels like. Um, The only time (laughs) I can only, I can honestly say the only time I was a little irritated was when I had to use the restroom really, really bad. And I went <laughs> to, and the girl followed me into the restroom oh, boy. and was talking, talking to me, um, you know, on the other side of the stall. And I was like, okay, I didn't want to just start using the restroom while she's talking. So I was holding it and it was like, I was like, come on, lady. Was, you know, can I, can we talk about this outside of the
0: restroom? That's a so funny that, that's story. The time I'm, I'm kind of, you
1: know, I'm, I'm like, okay, you really in my personal space right now.
0: Yeah. Kevin Hart shares a story about that in one of his stand-up specials where he was at the airport and had to use the bathroom and a fan followed him into the bathroom and did something similar. So, you know, there is a time and a place, <laughs> obviously. Right.
1: And, and that's it, funny because him and I, our birthday is the same day. That's oh, that's hilarious.
0: funny. Yeah, that's absolutely hysterical. <laughs> so that
1: irritated
0: him too. <laughs> it did. Yeah, he said the guy like tried snapping a picture while he was in there trying to use the restroom. But uh, he didn't want to be mean because he didn't want to get blasted out on social media.
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> which, yeah, that wasn't mean. I was just not, I was listening to her and then she was like, oh, well, let me go. Let me go. I, I gotta go, and I was like, "Well, thank God, but thank goodness."
0: I'm glad. So you know, but like I said, other
1: than that, I'm I'm
0: good. I'm cool. Very cool. Like I said, I said, that's a lot of fun. That that's just the best. Well, Tanya, you're amazing. I I think you're great. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. I really do appreciate. Thank
1: it. you for having me on.
0: Be sure to check out Tanya's information. It's in our show notes. Thanks to everybody for joining in and please consider subscribing. It's free, absolutely free. Head over to the openmicpodcast.net for all of the latest details about the show. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Be blessed, everybody. That brings today's episode to a close. Thanks for listening in. If you enjoyed today's episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a kind rating and review. It really does help. Until next time, cheers and be well.